Good morning. Welcome to With God at Dawn. God's dwelling, future home of the saved. So our future home is God's dwelling. John 14, 1 through 3 says, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am there you may be also. Before the ransomed throng is the holy city. Jesus opens wide the pearly gates and the nations that have kept the truth enter in. There they behold the paradise of God, the home of Adam in his innocency. Then that voice richer than any music that ever fell on mortal ear is heard, saying, Your conflict is ended. Come, ye blessed of my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Then I saw a very great number of angels bring from the city glorious crowns, a crown for every saint, with his name written thereon. As Jesus called for the crowns, angels presented them to him, and with his own right hand, the lovely Jesus placed the crowns on the heads of the saints. In the same manner, the angels brought the harps, and Jesus presented them also to the saints. The commanding angels first struck the note, and then every voice was raised in grateful, happy praise, and every hand skillfully swept over the strings of the harp sending forth melodious music in rich and perfect strains. Then I saw Jesus lead the redeemed company to the gate of the city. He laid hold of the gate and swung it back on its glittering hinges and bade the nations that had kept the truth enter in. Within the city there was everything to feast the eye, rich glory they beheld everywhere. Wow, we just read that the Garden of Eden was inside the New Jerusalem. That is the paradise of God, Adam's home in his innocency. How big the New Jerusalem is to hold Eden as though it was a city park. Revelation twenty-one sixteen tells us the measurements. If they measured the city, then it was 12,000 furlongs, and the length, breadth, and height are equal. Verse 15 says, He that talked with me had a golden reed, which is a measuring tool. Verse 17 tells us it was an angel, and the angel measured the walls, 144 cubits according to the measure of a man, that is, of the angel. In other words, man measured the measure, well, a cubit was measured from the elbow to the tip of the middle finger of a man. The average was 17.5 inches but this tells us that that is of the angel who measured so uh, a cubit used to measure the walls in the length from the angel's elbow to his middle fingertip we don't know what that is however if we use the average cubit of a man of 17.5 inches times 144 cubits we can get an idea of the height of the wall at least the minimum of the height uh, so 
I get 2,520 inches divided by 12 for feet, I get 210 feet tall just for the wall. But if an angel is twice as tall as us, the wall is really tall. But the city itself is 12,000 furlongs around. What is a furlong? A furlong is 220 yards or one-eighth of a mile. So one-eighth... Well, so 12,000 12, furlongs divided by eight then would give us how many miles? And I get 1,500 miles around the city. That would be 375 miles on each side and 375 miles tall. If we read this right, then the city's circumference is 1,500 miles because what if each side is 1,500 miles? Well, I won't follow that trail, but suffice it to say, a garden could fit in it, even if a garden was a hundred acres, which seems pretty small, actually. But one, <coughs> let's say a hundred acres, one square acre is 208.71 feet on each side. A hundred acres is 2,087 feet on each side, which in comparison to 375 miles is a small patch. We are simply conjecturing for the purpose of getting perspective. To get a picture of God's throne room, which is in heaven, read John's description in Revelation 4. We can infer from what we read there that they are in the holy place of the heavenly sanctuary by the description. It is in the holy place where seven lamps of fire, the candlesticks, the seven candlesticks, the incense altar, and the table of two piles of bread, which represented the thrones of God and Jesus side by side on the north side. I'll leave you to read Revelation 4 and to think it through on your own. But in John's day, Jesus was with the Father in the holy place, performing the functions of that part of the plan of salvation. Then the part we're all waiting for, Jesus giving us a crown and a harp, and our trials are ended. Jesus tells us in Revelation 21 verse 4, and God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain for the former things are passed away. Go ahead and read the rest of that chapter. Your heart will thrill with the knowledge that all we've suffered is ended. There's a promise in 1 John chapter 1, verse 4. John tells us, And these things we write to you, that your joy may be full. And all of this because of Jesus. I'm going to sing only the first hymn, the first verse of this hymn, Christ has for sin atonement made. Christ has for sin atonement made. What a wonderful Savior. We are redeemed, the price is paid. What a wonderful Savior. What a wonderful Savior is Jesus, my Jesus. What a wonderful Savior is Jesus, my Lord. Oh, my Lord, dear Jesus. We thank you for the price that you paid for what you have done for us and that one day you're going to give us a crown and a harp and we'll be able to dwell with you and see you face to face.
I lift up these ones who are here with me this morning. Oh, Lord, give them an experience of the reality of the truth of your word, that your word has the power in it to accomplish what it says. For your word is the word of God. And, Lord, we receive it with gratitude. And we look forward to that day when we shall see you face to face and not through this glass darkly which is your law, which is the mirror of your law. That's the glass that we see through darkly, simply by comparing ourselves to your character, which is described there. This is a glass dark. We're going to see you face to face. Oh, Lord, hallelujah. Thank you. What joy to see your the love on your face expressed towards us. Thank you, Jesus. In your name, I pray this morning. Amen. invite you to join me again tomorrow morning for a few minutes as we go through the Word of God and read and meditate and contemplate, sing maybe a hymn and have a prayer together before we begin our day. Have a wonderful day, my brothers and sisters. God bless you.